Welcome. Thank you for calling Diamonds of Promise LLC with Lane. We're a positive women's empowerment outreach based in Cuyahoga County, but serving women worldwide. Here, we believe all women are as rare diamonds, special, unique, and of great value to God. If you're not sharing, please mute your phone and you will be connected. If you are the host, press star now. Otherwise, please wait and you will be joined into the conference. Robin Maria.
great day, Grandia. Today is Friday, February 23rd, 2024. And we're going to be uh, reading our verses today. And they are 1 Samuel chapter 26. And we're doing verses 22 through 25, closing out of chapter 26. Also 1 Samuel 27 and 28, 1 through 15 today. I'm Minister Lane, the host of the Breakfast Bible Club, and this is God's Club. All is welcome, and I'm going to open up with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this line. Bless this line, O oh God. Bless everyone here. Cover all of our listeners, God. Bless our phone lines. Find out spirits of chaos and confusion in the atmosphere. Immobilize any evil spirits, O oh God, that may come against this line. Father, I thank you for each and every person. I pray that you open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears to be able to receive everything that you have for us today in your word. And Lord, we give you the glory and all these blessings I ask in Jesus' name. It is so. This line is blessed. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to jump right into 1 Samuel 26, starting with our inverses, 22 through 25. David answered, look, here is the king's spear. Now let one of the young men come over and get it. The Lord will repay each man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord handed you over to me today, but I refuse to put my hand against the Lord's anointing. Now behold, just as your life was precious in my sight this day, so let my life be precious in the sight of the Lord. And may he rescue me from all distress. In our last verse 25, then Saul said to David, may you be blessed, my son David. You will both accomplish much and certainly prevail. So David went on his way. And Saul returned to his place. Someone's unmuted. Chapter 27. But David said in his heart, Now I will die one day at the hand of Saul. There is nothing better for me than to escape to the land of the Philistines. And Saul will give up searching for me inside the borders of Israel. And I will escape from his hand once and for all. So David and 600 men who were with him arose and crossed over to Achish, Achish the son of Moak, king of Gath. And David lived with Achish at Gath. He and his men, each man with his household, and David with his two wives, Ahinoam, the Jezreelites, and Abigail, the Carmelites, who was Nabal's widow. When Saul told that David had fled to Gath, he no longer searched for him. Then David said to Achish, if I have found favor in your sight, and I'm not sure that name is pronounced, Akish, if I have not found favor in your sight, let me be given a place of my own in one of the cities in the country, so that I may live there. For why should your servant live in the city, in the royal city without you? Then Akish gave David the town of Ziklag that day. Therefore, Ziklag 
has belonged to the king of Judah to, to this day. The number of days that David lived in the country of the Philistines was a year and four months. Now David and his men went up and raided the Gershurites and the, and the Gerzites and the Amalekites, the enemies of Israel, that Joshua had failed to annihilate. For they had inhabited the land from ancient times, as one comes to sure, even as far as the land of Egypt. Pardon me. Okay, I'll stop there, verse 8. David attacked the land and did not leave a man or woman alive. But he took the sheep, the cattle, the donkeys, the camels, and the clothing and returned to Achish, or Achish. When Achish asked, where did you raid today? David replied, against the Negev, the south country of Judah, and against the Negev of the Jerohomalites and against the Negev of the Kenites. David did not leave a man or a woman alive to bring news to Gath, saying, saying to himself, otherwise they will tell about us, saying, this is what David has done. And this has been his practice all the time that he has lived in the country of the Philistines. Achish believed David, saying he has certainly become hated by his people in Israel. So he will always be my servant. Chapter 28, verses 1, pardon me, 1 through uh, 15, I'm going to read. And so much unmuted. In those days, Philistines gathered their forces for war to fight against Israel. Actors said to David, understand for certain that you and your men will Go out with me to battle. David said to Achish, All right, you shall know what your servant can do. So Achish said to David, Therefore I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now Samuel had died, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him in Ramah, his own city. And Saul had removed the mediums and spirits, soothsayers from the land. The Philistines assembled and came and camped at Shurnah, at Shurnam. And Saul gathered all the Israelites, and they camped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the Philistines' army, he was afraid and badly shaken. So Saul inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer him, either by dreams or by Urim, used like lots by the priests to determine the will of God or by prophets. Then Saul said to his servant, Find for me a woman who is a medium, between the living and the dead, so that I may go to her and ask her advice. Her servant said to him, There is a woman who is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself by wearing different clothes, and he left with two men, and they came to the woman at night. He said to her, Conjure up for me, please, and bring up for me the dead, for me the spirit whom shall name to you. But the woman said to him, See here, 
you know what Saul has done. How has he, how he has cut off, eliminated those who are mediums and spiritualists from the land, or spiritists, pardon me, from the land. So why did you, so why are you laying at a trap for my life to cause my death? Then Saul swore an oath to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this. So the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, Bring up Samuel for me. And the woman saw Samuel. She screamed with a loud voice. And she said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, Do not be afraid. But tell me, what do you see? The woman says to Saul, I see a divine, superhuman being coming up from the earth. He said to her, what is this appearance? And she said, an old man is coming up, wrapped in a robe. Then Saul knew that it was Samuel, and he bowed with his face to the ground and paid respect to him. And the last verse 15, then Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Saul answered, I am greatly distressed, for the Philistines are making war against me, and God has left me and no longer answers me, either through the prophets or by dreams. Therefore I have called you to make known what to make known to me what I should do. And that concludes our verses. Um twenty eight, one through 15 for today and I'm going to jump right into my interpretation and what I see taking place here um, at the end of chapter 26 that we started with is simply that um, here Saul's heart was softened and he confessed that he had sinned and he realized his mistakes of constantly chasing David is no reason for him to chase David. David hasn't done anything to him. And pardon me, he's realizing that. So he's just saying, you know, I, I made a mistake. I understand that, you know, I've acted foolishly in verse 21. So here, Saul is actually seeing the light in a sense that he's, he's on a goose chase for no reason. And then he said, Behold, I have acted foolishly and made a great mistake. So it's good that he recognized that he did make a mistake. And then David returned, the water judge, judge, and the spear. He gave it back to him in the water pot. So um, basically he gave those things back and, you know, he's apologizing. And then Saul blesses David before returning home. So that's how the chapter 26 ends. And um, what I get from that is David had a lot of patience. Um, he had a lot of patience. He had a lot of patience with Saul. Um, he could have retaliated against him like we, were, like we read, but he was patient and he showed him respect because of who he was. And um, that's something that he did, you know, even throughout the whole time that he was being chased by Saul. So what I get from this is God is patient with us, so we should be patient as well with others. And in chapter 27, um, what I get from these verses is um, it opens up with um, David flees to Gath to escape Saul. 
and verses one through six. So David got tired of hiding from Saul. In the wilderness, he's like, you know, I'm tired of this. I'm running. I'm tired. So he wants to go live amongst Israel's enemies, the Philistines. And that was part of his plan because he knew that Saul wasn't going to chase him there. So when Saul um, heard about it, he said, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to come over there. This is where my enemies are. This is unsafe. If I get caught over there looking for David, I can get killed. So he's not going to go further with it. So David took his family and 600 men. So now he's had 600 men following him. And he took them and um, went on ahead and moved to Gath. And Achish, the king of Gath, welcomed David and gave him the town Ziklag as a, as a home. And he did that because he knew that Saul is David's enemy and that's his enemy. So it's kind of a scenario of an enemy of an enemy. You, you'll be at peace sometime with your enemy's enemy, you know? So he's like, you know, he didn't really care for David actually either, but because he was also against Saul, they had that in common. So he's like, okay, you're against my enemy. We can be okay. So then David begins to raid neighboring nations. Now for this part, I really don't understand why he started doing this. You know, um, I don't know if he felt like he needed to keep going with the customs where they were, um, the men were uh, removing the land of the pagans, but this wasn't really his fight. But he started raiding the neighboring nations. Him and his 600 men began to um, raid the possessions of the Gershurites, the Gizzarites, and the Amalekites. We know they were ungodly people, were pagans, and they were living recklessly, offering their children and sacrifices and doing terrible things, but he began to raid them. During the raid, David's men were told to kill everyone, men and women, so no survivors would be left to report what David was doing. So he did this with his own selfish ways in a way because he wanted to cover up his tracks. When Akish asked David who he had been raiding, he would lie and tell him, oh, you know, we raided Israelites and their allies. So the king was that good, you know, he didn't like the Israelites anyway. He was against them anyway. So he was basically like, okay, well, I'm confident now to know you always be for me. You're turning against your own people. But actually that wasn't true. Um, David had told a lie and he told a lie to get favor and, and to be safe where he was. But we know God doesn't, doesn't condone lying. And um, some of these things, the characters did in the Bible, um, you know, it's the truth, it's the facts, even though it's un, ungood, you know, ungodly and things that are not right, but it's just a way of keeping track of what was done and uh, in fact. So moving on to chapter 28, 1 Samuel chapter 28, what's happening here is that Saul and the medium at Endor. So he went to see a witch um, to get information. The Philistines gathered their armies for war against Israel. So David, who was living amongst the Philistines, planned to um, join up with the king, Achish, in the battle. So Saul, who was the king at the time, Israel, he was terrified because he said, like, oh, no, you know, the Philistines are going to come and, you know, they're going to tear, uh, wipe us out. And he asked God for help, help, help. But God didn't answer Saul because we remember Saul's behavior. All this time has been doing what he want to do. Um, the spirit of God has completely left Saul, I believe, because he's after David. He's not listening. You know, he's just doing things his own way, what he want to do. So God didn't answer him. 
And he decided, well, I need help. I need counsel. So he goes to a medium. And we know a medium is a person who gets their information from the dark kingdom and from spirits, um, usually demon spirits that will pretend to be someone else or they can actually conjure up that person. But either, either way, this is not by the power of God. This is the power of Satan and it's not of God. So he goes to consult with the medium and then he asked the medium to bring Samuel up from the dead to advise him. So he found the medium at Endor and some refer to this as the witch of Endor. Um, he disguised himself and went to visit her, but even though he disguised himself, um, because he had banished all, all mediums and necromancers from Israel, you know, he had got rid of them all. So he needed her help, so he disguised himself so she won't recognize him. So when Saul arrived, the woman was hesitant to help him, but she knew um, fulfilling his request would incriminate her. But she still went ahead because Saul said, I'll keep it silent. Don't worry, you know, everything will be okay. So when she summoned Samuel from the dead, it became clear to her that she was sitting across King Saul. And she got the revelation of that. So she cried out of fear. But Saul assured her that she would not be punished. So Samuel appeared. He asked Saul, why did he summon him? Saul told him it was because God wouldn't answer him and answer his help, his pleas for help. So um, we'll go on to see what has happened um, later on as we go for past um, verse 15, what Psalm's response is and what he tells him. Um, what Samuel responded by telling Saul. So um, we stop there. And my prayer is um, from these verses is, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that we will, that we will be patient with others as God is patient with us, quick to forgive, and that we will show respect to titles and respect those that are in position, even if we don't fully agree with their character, even if they have some character flaws, like David, like Saul, we still will, Lord God, um, lift them up in prayer as your word instructs. Your word is our guidance on how to deal with things in life. So, Lord, I pray that we will apply what we read to ourselves and to our lives. And, Lord, I pray that no one here will um, have any connection with any mediums, and that if they do, Lord God, that we see here that this is not of you, any mediums or any spiritualists or anyone that's calling up the dead, it's something that's forbidden. So Lord, if anyone has sought any psychics or mediums, Father, I pray for repentance over this line in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray also for repentance over anyone that may not have understood what they were doing. And Lord, I ask that we will follow your way and that your way is the best way for protection, for safety. And Lord, I thank you for it. And Lord, I ask that any enemies, Lord God, that we may have, that we will pray for them and lift them up for prayer and keep them before you, Lord God, that you can bless them and heal them of whatever is going on in their spirit. We know that you don't want anyone to perish. So Lord, we just ask that you will move over those situations and we give you the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. It is so. So again, the Bible doesn't wash, whitewash the characters. It's a way of, you know, just um, showing that it's truth and, and authentic. And all the characters that we read about, we can learn from. 
you know, they have real faults just like the men of, and women of today. A lot of interesting things taking place in these verses, all of these verses today. And blessings, everyone. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. What we do is we read our verses. And again, you can read all or some of our verses. And our verses, again, are 1 Samuel chapter 26, verses 22 through 25, which is just a few, and 26. Then we go on to read all of 1 Samuel 27. It's only um, 12 verses. And then all of 28, 1 through 15. And um, after we read our verses, we give our interpretation of what the verses mean to us and what we get from them. So we share what we get from the verses. And then I will point out one key from each interpretation and also to give a short prayer at the end of your interpretation. And your prayer could be for someone else to bless the line or it could be for yourself. And um, if you do not have an interpretation today, feel free to read our verses or you can sing a song in connection with our verses if you're there to do so. We have our writers on the line. Blessings to our writers. This step is optional. We're writing out from Genesis to Revelations exactly the way it appears in our um, text. We're not adding to it or taking away from it. Also, um, it is my prayer that all of our listeners and everyone take something away from the Breakfast Bible Club to bless their spirits today and to also encourage and uplift them. And remember, um, we use the Word of God. The Word of God is our focus. We are respectful of each other, showing examples of the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 through 23, which is love, joy, peace, patience is one, kind, kindness, long-suffering, and the like. So uh, with this being um, said, we never debate or challenge anyone's interpretation. We always allow everyone to share freely here on the line. Um, we know that we are in different processes, we see things differently, so we allow each person to share from their own understanding. If anyone is disrespectful or anything is disrespectful in nature, then I will step in and make any corrections if moved forward by the Holy Spirit. So this makes it a safe place to share. So let's grab some coffee, tea, or water if we choose, and let's get started. And now we'll welcome Sister May Lisa. She translates our verses from English to Espanol. Buenos dias, um, Sister Melissa, welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. All uh, welcome. Today's Buenos dias, Breakfast Bible Club, Public Girl, Desayuno. Today I'm going to read from the Holy Bible. Hoy voy a leer de la Sagrada Biblia. And today I'm reading 1 Samuel chapter. 26 verses 22 Siete, todo, capítulo 28, verso 1 al 15. And so, and if anyone would like to read in Spanish, you are welcome to do so. 
si alguien le gustaría leer en español, eres bienvenido. And verse 26, 26 grade, 22. And David answered and said, here is the fear, O king. Let one of the young men come over and take it. Entendido. Respondió David y dijo que aquí a la lanza del rey. Que pase a uno de los jóvenes y la recoja. 23. The Lord rewards every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord gave you unto my hand today. And I would not put out my hand against the Lord's anointed. Veinte y tres. El Señor pagará a cuando un según su justicia y su fidelidad pues el Señor te entrago hoy en mi mano, pero yo no quise extender mi mano contra el unquido del Señor. 24. Behold, as your life was precious this day in my sight, so may my life be precious in the sight of the Lord, and may he deliver me out me, of all tribulations. Veinte y cuatro. He aquí como tu vida fue preciosa. Perdóname. Ante mis ojos hoy así fue preciosa mi vida. Ante los ojos del Señor. Y que leo y que el mi libre de todo afiliación. 25. This all said to David, Blessed be you, my son, David. You will do my many things and will succeed in them. So David went his way and Saul returned to his place. 25. Y Saul dijo a David, Bendito días de pingio mío, certamente jaras grandes cosas y prevacieras prevacieras perdóneme por favor David subido por su camino y sal se volvo a su lugar chapter 26 Chapter 27. And David said in his heart, Now I shall perish one day by the hand of Saul. 
There is nothing better for me than that that I should escape to the land of the Philistine. Then Saul will despair of seeking me and no longer with the borders of Israel, and I shall escape out of his hands. Capítulo 27, verso 1. Entonces David sitió ahora bien, hoy a perseguir algún día por la mano de Saúl. Lo mejor para mí es ir a la tierra de los filisteos. Tal se cansará y no me buscará más en todo el territorio del Riel y es, escaparé de su mano. So David arose and went over, he and 600 men who were with him, to Achish, the son of Moak, king of Gath. Gath. Dos. Se levantó pues de Bebe y se pasó con los 300 hombres que estaban con él a Aquis, hijo de Moak. Three, and David lived in Achish and God, he and his men, every man with his household, and David with his two wives, Iom of Jezebel and Abigail of Carmel, Nabal's widow. Three, Imuro David con Achish de God and Sue hombre, cada cual con los de su casa, de con Charlita y Abagal, la de Camel, viuda de Nabal. Four. And when it was told to Saul that David had fled to Gath, he no longer saw him. Then David said to Ash, if I have found favor in your eyes, let a place be given to me on the, in one of the country towns that I might dwell there. For thy should your servant dwell there in the royal city with you. Excuse me. Bingo. Tú servido contigo en la ciudad real. Six. So that day, Akish gave him King Ziklag. Therefore, Ziklag had belonged to the kings of Judah to this day. 
es, aquí el Dios, Siclag, aquí Dios. Por eso Siclag ha pertenecido a los reyes de Judá hasta hoy. Seven. The number of days that David lived in the country of the Philistines was a year and four months. Siete. El nombre de los dios que David habitó en el territorio de los filisteos fue un año y cuarto meses. Now David and his men went up and made raids against the Gershites, the Gerites, and the Amalekites, for these were the inhabitants of the land from of old and as far as sure to the land of Egypt. Ocho, y subieron David a sus hombres y hicieron incisiones contra los estritas, los jesuitas y los amalacitas porque ellos eran los habites de la tierra desde tiempos antiguos según se va al sur hasta la tierra de Egipto. Number nine, and David strike the land and he would leave neither man nor woman alive, but would take away the sheep, the oxen, the donkeys, the camels, and the garments and the and come back to Akish. Nueve, David acataba en el territorio y no debaba con vida hombre ni mujer. Y se lleva las ovejas en grande los años, los camelos y la ropa. Entonces regresaba y viene a aquí. And when Akish asks, where have you made a raid today? David should say against Nebuchadnezzar of Judah, or against Nebuchadnezzar of the Jezreites, or against the Nebed of the Kenites. Yes. Y aquí decía, donde haces hoy? Y David respondía contra el nueve de Judá. Contra el nueve web de Carmel y contra el de los Peneos. Eleven. And David would leave neither man nor woman alive to bring this new gas thinking. These they should tell about us. These, these they should tell about us and say, so David has done. Such was his custom all the while he lived in the country of the Philistines. Once, David no de paja con vida hombre ni mujer para traer a Gad. Desciende no se que nos descubran desciendo. Así ha hecho David y así ha sido tu costumbre todo el tiempo que ha morado en la en el territorio de los filisteos 
And as trusted David thinking, he had made himself utter stretch to his people, Israel. Therefore, he shall always be my servant. Twenty-eight, verse one. And in those days, the Philistine gathered forces of war to fight against Israel. And Achish had said to David, "Understand that you and your men are to go out with me in the army." Capitulo. Veinte y ocho Uno, anticio, anticio en aquellos días, y los filisteos renuieron sus fuerzas para pelear contra Israel. Y tío aquí a David. Ten e extendio que ha salir conmigo a campaña y tu hombres. Two. And David said to Achish, Surely thou shalt know what thy servant can do. And Achish said to David, Therefore will I make thee the keeper of mine head forever. Dos, y David respondió a y aquí, muy bien tú estarás a lo que jara tu servicio. Y aquí dio a David, por tanto yo te construye guarda de mi persona durante toda mi vida. Three, now Samuel was dead and all... And all Israel had lamented him and buried him in Ra and Rama, even in his own city, in his own city. And Saul had put away those that had found familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. Tres, y Samuel había muerta y todo Israel lo había la lamentado y le había aceptado y rama su ciudad y sal había ar, arrojado de la tierra los encantadores y abimos four and the philistines gathered themselves together and came to pitch shuman and sal gathered all israel together and they pitched in Gilbar. Cuatro. Se juntaron pues los filisteos y vinieron y acamparon 
y Suem, y sal junto a todo Israel y campearan en Gepoa. Padre, when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart was greatly trembled. Cuatro, cuando vio Saul, campamento de los Filisteos, tu medio, y se tu torbo su corazón en gran manera. Six, and when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams nor by um or by prophets. Y consulto a Ejoa, pero Ejoa no le respondió ni por su bueno y por Urim ni por profetas. Seven, then saw unto his servant, seek me woman that has familiar spirits, and I may go to her and inquire her. And his servant said to him, Behold, there is a woman that has familiar spirit uh, at Edom. Siete. Entonces Saúl di a sus caridos, Buscame una mujer que tenga espíritu de abisies. And abisies. Para que yo voy a ella por media de ella pregunte y sus criados le respondieron y aquí hay una mujer en en dor que tiene espíritu de adivinación por por favor and Saul number eight and Saul disguised himself and put on other put on other raiment and went and the two men with him and they came to the woman by the night and he said I pray thee divine unto me by the familiar spirit and bring me bring me him up whom I shall name unto thee Ocho he said disfrazo Saul Hice pues otros vestidos, hice de noche, y el día, yo te ruego que me adivines por el espíritu de adivinación, y me hagas subir a quien yo te dijere. Number nine, and the woman said, Behold, thou knowest thou Saul hath done, how he has cut off those that have familiar spirit and wizards out of the hand, out of the land. Therefore, when slay thou, thou a snare for my life uh, to cause me to die. Nueve, a la mujer le dio, de aquí tú sabes lo que Saúl ha hecho, como ha cortado de la tierra 
a los embocadores y a los abinios, porque pues pones rapicio a mi vida para hacerme morir. Bien. And saw where by her, by the Lord, say, as the Lord liveth, there shall no punishment happen to thy or these things. Yes. Entonces Saúl le dijo por Ejola diciendo, vive Ejola que ningún mal te vendera por esto. Eleven. Then said to the woman whom I shall bring up unto thee, and he said, Bring up Samuel. Once, la mujer entonces dio a quien jerez venir, y le respondió, Hazame venir a Samuel. Well, and when the woman saw that saw, saw Samuel, she cried, with a loud voice, and the woman spake to Saul, saying, Why hast thou deceived me? For thou art Saul. Entonces, y vende viendo la mujer a Samuel, clamó en alta voz, y habló aquí mujer a Saul diciendo, 13. And the king said unto her, Be not afraid, for what sawest thou? And the woman said unto Saul, I saw God ascending out of the earth. 14, 13. Porque más has en grado, pues tú eres Saúl, y el rey le dijo, no tienes que has visto y la mujer respondió a Saúl he visto dos que subieron de la tierra fourteen and she said unto her and he said unto her what form is he uh and she said an old man cometh up and he is covered with a mantle and Saul perceived that is what Samuel, and he stopped with his face to the ground and bowed himself. Catorce. Y el dio cual es forma, y ella respondió, un hombre anciano viene, fuerte de manto, tal entonces extendió, que era Samuel y humiliando el rocío a tierra, hizo gran reverencia. Fifteen, last verse. And Samuel said to Saul, Why that hast thou acquitted me to bring me up? And Saul answered, I am a sore distress of the Philistines make war against me. And God is departed from me and answered, me no more, neither my prophets nor my trades. Therefore, I have called thee, and thou may make thy own, mayest make own unto me. What shall I do?
15. Y Samuel a Tío Asal, ¿por, ¿por qué más has incitado haciéndome pendir? Y Sal respondió, estoy muy angustiado, pues los celestios pedían contra mí, y Dios ha apartado de mí, y no responde esto. And my prayer is, mi oración es, God, I love everything you created. Dios, amo todo lo que creaste. Please forgive me of my sins. Por favor, perdón mi pecado. The sins I do and I don't know. Los pecados que hago y no sé. Please have mercy on me and protect me. Por favor, fiendidad de mi me. Give me knowledge. Dame conocimiento. And the wisdom to execute the knowledge correctly. Y dame sabiduría para ejecutar conocimiento correctamente. And everyone who wants to share my prayer, you're welcome to let yourself have some of that. Todo lo que quieren compartir mi oración. Eres bienvenido a dejar de tener algo de eso. And uh, with these verses, what I get out of these verses is um, there's a lot of ways, a beautiful ways to, to get revenge. And um, it makes me think about an example, killing someone with kindness. We had the wife that um, her husband wasn't really being good to her, you know, and she was kind, and then God gave her another husband. And then we have uh, a lot of different situations. We could just be quiet, you know, and let them, you know, you let God handle it and do it. And then it also reminds me of how the Israelites, they have been slaves for 400 years or more. And then when, when God brought them out of Egypt, next thing he did was he told them to fight, you know, for themselves. He delivered other cities or lands that people uh, were dwelling in into their hands, you know, more so. It was that they were allowed to fight physically for themselves, you know, at times. I think I thank God for the, the balance of fighting in all the different ways of it you know I, it made me feel like in order for the uh israelites they had been slaves for so long in order to build their confidence and cheat them to fight for themselves that was the purpose of them having to go into battle against the different lands so that they could build confidence and courage and things like that so 
sometimes you have not a physical fight and you have a spiritual fight where you can just leave and obey the person and oh, let God handle it. And there's oh, other times where you use kindness, a few fruit of the spirit. And then other times where God say, you know what, punch him in the face. Get them together, you know. Help get your, you know, learn how to fight for yourself. And so it just reminds me of how the Israelites went through ups and downs and the balance, you know, if you don't fight for yourself in one way or another. Because nature gives everyone a defense mechanism for themselves that, uh, you know, um, you won't be, I guess, considered strong, you know. And it's not necessarily always physical. But, uh, you know, there, it is important to, to fight, whether it be physical, spiritual, or uh, mental. And uh, and what I get when I think about staying connected with God, that's the whole purpose of repetition. It just recently made me think of when Pastor was talking about uh, different sacred uh, wizards and things like that that you go through. But... A lot of times when you stay in the in the way and the knowing of God, stay connected, stay in uh in the way of however it is that you do it, you know, prayer, meditation and things like that, you really don't need uh medium and things like that because you build a confidence of your own of knowing that things will be better even if they look bad. And so uh, that's what I got out of those verses. And I'm thankful to be able to get up even days it'd be hard to get up and keep trying. And that's uh, all I want to talk about. Oh, one more thing. One more point I had to point out. We talked about David when he did the fighting. That that was the thing that reminded me of nature. And nature, when you ever... When uh, uh, alpha male in the group in order to prove he's the alpha male he wants to go fight you know other other animals or you know of the, of the same pride like a, a lion or a gorilla or something that's going to prove he's the alpha male now he go beat up on a few other people to kind of get his name out there to make sure everybody know he's the, he's the one so that's what that kind of reminded me I see it Sister Melissa for translating our scripture verses today. And our verses are 1 Samuel chapter 26, verse 22 to 25. We also did 1 Samuel chapter 27, all in its entirety. And chapter 28, 1 through 15. Capitulo 26, 27, and E 28. And we thank God for Sister Melissa. She's a subtaught, respected translator here at the Breakfast Bible Club, bridging a gap for our Spanish-speaking family to be able to join in with us. And I just want to say how grateful I am for her on the line. Um, it, it really makes a difference uh, when she um, comes and puts the time and energy and give God the glory for the time and effort that she puts into it. It makes a difference so that our Spanish-speaking family can join in with us. That's the answer to prayer that I've had so that we can add um, different languages onto the line. So really grateful for that. And also um, thank you, Sister Melissa, for her prayer, Sue Arrestion, 
that invites anyone that would like to partake in it to do so. We receive it in Jesus' name. It is so. And blessings to you, Sister May Lisa. Also, thank you for your interpretation today. Um, you had a lot of great keys in there, a lot of great points. I love how you always reflect back to nature and um, stand, your points stand out uh, reflecting back to nature. And one of the keys that you shared is that, that we can all take away from the Breakfast Bible Club is we can thank God for the balance of fighting spiritually and physically and ask him for discernment to know the difference. And that's the key as well um, that you pointed out. That's something that we can all pray so we can know the difference when it's time to fight. You know, Ecclesiastes tells us the time for everything. You know, it's a time to fight, a time, to, uh, you know, for laughter and all of those things. So we would know the difference, you know, when it's a physical fight and a spiritual fight. And, you know, spiritual fights, we fight in prayer and things that are spiritual and natural fights. Um, you know, we use the natural man. So thank you for pointing that out. Very good keys today. And blessings, everyone. Welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club, and the floor is open. And blessings and welcome to all of our new listeners today. Good morning. Hey. I Thank you. He said he's going to let you. Good day. That's a battle club. When I see a club, they the coach of this. I don't know. Today, I read from the Holy Bible. Holy Bible, I hear. They are us and glad to be with you. First Samuel chapter 28, verse 5. When saw, saw the Philistines on he was afraid. Paddle, Quadrado, Dio, Saul, Ejecto, Dio. My prayer is Miraciona. And Lord, help me to be good and help the kids in the world be good. Forever, and from the to the mall. Jesus' name is Joe. And that's all I can say right now. <laughs> <laughs> Blessings. Thank you, um, Israel. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for sharing your verses for Samuel chapter 28, verse 5. Very good. God bless you. Thank you for sharing. And also, your prayer to Resion uh, is really blessed we thank you for your prayer and also thank you for joining in and making the breakfast bible club a part of your morning today and thank you for your hard work and, and effort god bless you and welcome everyone this is the breakfast bible club we love when the kids get involved we're grateful for israel sharing on the line and i believe we'll have brother ryan good day um, everyone, I'll be reading 1 Samuel 26, 22 to 25, and then 1 Samuel 27, 1 through 12, and it's all in entirety, and then 1 Samuel 28, 1 through 15. 1 Samuel 26, here is the king's spear, David answered, let one of your young men come up over and get it 
the Lord rewards everyone for their righteousness and faithfulness. The Lord delivered you into your hands, into my hands today, but I would not lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. As surely as I value your life, so may the Lord value my life and deliver me from all trouble. Then Saul said to David, May you bless may you be blessed, David, my son. You will do great things and surely triumph. So David went on his way to Saul. So Saul returned home. First Samuel twenty seven, one through twelve. But David thought to himself, one of these days I will destroy I will be destroyed by the hands of Saul. The best thing I can do is to escape to the land of the Philistine. Then Saul will give up search for me anywhere in Israel and I will slip out on his hand. Slip out of his hands. So David and 600 men with him left and went over to a son of M, king of Gath. David and his men settled in Gath with a, each man had, had his family with him. And David had his two, two wives, A and J and A of C the widow of Nabal. When Saul was told that David had fled to Gath, he no longer searched for him. Then David said to A, if I have found favor in your eyes, let A place aside to me in one of the country's towns, that I may live there. Why should you why should your servant live in the royal city with you? So on that day, A gave him Z, and it's belonged, and it, and it has belonged to the king of Judah ever since. David lived in in Philistine territory a year and four months. Now David and his men went up and raided G the G and the Amakites from ancient times these people had lived in the land extended to Shur and Egypt. Whenever David attacked an area he did not leave a man or woman alive but the sheep, cattle, donkey, camel, and clothes. Then he rose returned to A when A act where did you go raiding today? David would say against the Negev of Judah or against the Negev of J or against the Negev of Kenites. He did not leave a man or woman alive to be brought to Gath for he brought for he thought they might inform on us and say this is what David did, and such was his practice in law. 
as long as he lived in Philistine territory. He trusted David and said to himself, he has become obnoxious to his people, the Israelites, that he will be my servant for life. First Samuel 28, 1-15 In those days the Philistines gathered their forces <clears throat> gathered their forces to fight against the Aetis. A said to David Sorry, let me reread that. In those days Philistines gathered their forces to fight against Israel. A said to David you must understand that you and your men will accompany me in the army. David said, then you will see for yourself what your servant can do. A replied very well, and I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now Samuel was dead, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him to buried him in his own town of Ar. Saul had expelled the mediums and spiritualists spiritists from the land. The Philistine assembled and came and set up camp at S while Saul gathered while Saul gathered and set up camp at G. When Saul saw the Philistine army was afraid filled his eyes he inquired of the Lord but the Lord did not answer him I dream or you or prophets Saul then said to him Saul then said to his attendants find me a woman who is a medium so I may go inquire her there is one in Endor they said so Saul discussed, disguised himself, putting on other clothes, and at night, he and two men went to the women, consult as, consulted, consult a spirit for me, he said, and bring up for me the one I name. But the woman said to him, surely you know what Saul has done. He has cut off the mediums and spiritists from the land. Why have you set a trap for my life to bring about my death? Saul swore to her by the Lord. As surely as the Lord lives, you will not be punished for this. Then the woman asked, Whom shall I bring up for you? Bring up Samuel, he said. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice and said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to, to her, Don't be afraid. What do you see? The woman said, I see a ghostly figure coming up out of the earth. What does he look like? He asked. An old man wearing a robe is coming up, she said. Then Saul knew it was Samuel, and he bowed down and prostrated.
prostrated himself with his face to the ground. Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? I am, a, I am in great distress, Saul said. The Philistines are fighting against me. God has departed from me. He no longer answers me either by prophet or by dream. So I have called on you to tell me what to do. And I read First Samuel 26, 22 to 25, First Samuel 27, 1 through 12, and then First Samuel 28, 1 through 15. From the NIV version, Good Day Breakfast Bible Club. Blessings. Thank you, Brother Ryan, for sharing today and reading our scripture verses. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and the reading of his holy word. Um, all is encouraged to read. Anyone that would like to read our verses today, um, please feel free to jump on in. Even if you would like to read a part or a portion of our verses, that is also welcome. Or you can also share your interpretation and your prayer release, both or one, whichever you choose to do. And all is welcome here. Um, we're waiting on someone to jump in with their interpretation. I'm going to share Sister Melanie's interpretation. And again, if you would like to text or share, but unable to read it, maybe you're at work or in class or out, you can always text it to 216-463-1574. And I'm going to jump into her interpretation. Good morning, Brother. Okay, and she says, "Oh, go ahead, brother. Brother, welcome, brother mm -hmm. Preston." Okay, um, coming from the complete Jewish Bible, and I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it all. David answered, "Here is the king's spear. Send one of." the man over to bring it back and and i would give every person a reward suited to his uprightness and faithfulness and and i put you in power today but i would not raise my hand against and and i anointing look just as i put great value on your life today so may my life be given great value by and i may he deliver me from every kind of trouble Saul answered David, blessings on you, my son David. No question that you will accomplish everything you set out to do. So David went on his way and Saul returned to his place. But David said to himself, one day... Saul will sweep me away. The best thing for me to do is escape into the territory of the Philistine. Then Saul will give up trying to find me here or there in Israel territory, and at least I will be free from him. So David set out with his 600 men and passes, passed on to Achish, the son of 
Makan, king of Gat, David lived with Achish and his men, each man with his household, including David, with his two wives, um, Ayan from uh, Jay and uh, Abigail from Cameron, Novell widow. Saul was told that David had escaped the gap, whereupon he stopped searching for him. David said to Achish, if you are not favorable, disposed toward me, let me have a place to live in one of these cities in the court side. Why should your servant live in the royal city with you? That very day, Akish gave him Z, and that would uh, that's why to this day Z belongs to the king of Judah. After David had been living in the countryside of Philistine for a year, and four months, he and his men began going up and raiding the Gishar, the Gazelle, and the Amalek. For ancient times, these people had lived in the land in the direction of Shur, all the way to Egypt. David would attack the land, leaving alive neither man nor woman, but taking the sheep, cattle, ducky, camels, and clothing. Then he would return and go to Akish with Axe. Where were you raiding today? And David would answer against the Nevga, um, the end of Judah, or against the end of uh, Germanites, uh, or against the Never of Kenya. The day, um, the reason David spread neither men nor spare neither man nor woman to be brought to God is that he thought we don't want them telling us telling on us David said saying did David did so and so that's how he conducted his raids from along as he lived in the country of Philistine and Kish leave him he said David has caused his own people Israel to despise him utterly he will be my favorite servant um, 28. In due time, the Philistines assembled their armies for war against Israel. Akish told David, you know, of course, that you and your men will join me in the army in battle. David asked Akish, I see that you already know what your servant will do. Akish, uh, I might mess his name up, but <laughs> said to David for that answer, I am making you my personal bodyguard for life. Now, Samuel was dead. All Israel had mourned him and buried him in his city, Ramit. And Saul had expelled from the land those who tell the future by communicating with the dead or with a demonic spirit. The Philistines assembled then. They went to went and pitched a camp at Shaman. While Saul gathered all Israel together, a pitcher kept back Gilabo. When Saul saw the army of Philistine, he became afraid. It, it struck terror in his heart. But when he consulted Anadon, Anadon did not answer him, not by dreams, not by um, or not by prophet. Then Saul said to his servants, try to find a woman who tells the future by communicating with the dead. I want to go and consult with her. His servants answered, yes. Him, yes, there's a woman in 
Endor, who tells the future by communicating with the dead. So Saul disguised himself by wearing different clothing, which with two men came to the woman by night. And he said, tell me my future, please. Bring up from the dead the person I named to you. Then the woman answered, here you know what Saul did. He had expelled from the land those who told uh, tell the future by communicating with the dead with a demonic spirit. Why are you trying to entrap me into causing my own death? But Saul swore to the to her by Anadai, as Anadai lives, you will not be punished for doing this. Then the woman asked, whom should I bring up for you? And he said, bring bring me up for me, Samuel. When the woman saw Samuel, she let out a shriek, a shriek. Then the woman said to Saul, why have you deceived me? You, you yourself are Saul. The king replied, don't be afraid. Just tell me what you see. The woman said to Saul, I see a good, a godlike being coming up out of the earth. He asked her, what does he look like? She said, an old man is coming up. He's wearing a cloak. Saul realized it was Samuel, and he bowed with his face to the ground and prostrated himself. And Samuel said, ask Saul, why have you disturbed me and brought me up? Saul answered, I am very upset because the Philistines are making war against me, and God has left me and doesn't answer me anymore, neither by prophet nor by dream. This is why I called you, so that you could tell me, so you could tell me know what to do. Um, and my interpretation is that Saul just he just he just tripping, um, and now he 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 trying to. He, he don't know how to handle his consequences of what he's doing and, and um and what's God not doing for him. And so this was this is the measure of things that people go by when they out of the out of the will of God and uh and they deliberately get out of the will of God. They get disturbed, they get uh irate, they get um panicky, um it's a panic among their camp or they 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 soul when they're out of the, the will of God and um and when it's time for the consequences for being out of the will of God and doing things out of sin and stuff like that, this is what you get um, get from doing that. And uh, we just have to just understand that it's a purpose, and we it's purpose for us to stay in the will of God no matter what. Um, on Saul and but with David, yeah, David was smart, but David, David was smart, very smart to to fight with his enemies, uh, to uh, take. Even though he was doing raid on him, fight with enemies to go, to have him think they would go against his own people, and sooner or later he'll turn on them at the end. But David just, um, you know, David just doing what he needed to do to pass time by till Saul can, till Saul time is up. So he having patience with God and 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 and, and, and waiting for his time to be reigned king when Saul finally get off the throne. You know, we just have to. I just realize just patience. And witty of God's walk through life, different through different uh, journeys through the gadgets and tricks of the enemy. You know what I'm saying? We just David just follow what God did says, and he just go through how he the enemy's tricks. And I think that's what we should understand in our own life. When you know when God is leading us, God will take us through a lot. And you be like, wow, why this happened? You know what I'm saying? But it, it's it's a, it's a purpose, and He is protecting us. 
So our, uh, staying in his will and following his instruction will protect us no matter how up and down the roller coaster he is and whatever guys are doing in our lives. So we we know we have to just keep following, keep believing, and keep trusting in God. And my prayers today, Lord, just thank you. Lord, thank you for uh, another day and, and being and hearing and learning your mighty, mighty word, Lord God. Just lead us, Lord God, with your Holy Spirit. And, Lord God, let your Holy Spirit guide us through our days, Lord God. Let your word uh, merge in our heart, Lord God, so we're not sinning against you. And we just let, let us just get the, the, the mindset of a child to learn and follow you, Lord God. Just the mindset of a child just to learn, even in our old young age, Lord God, just to keep wanting to learn. No matter what we know about your word, we just we just throw it off as we don't know and keep learning more and more as we just indulge, indulge in your word and your Holy Spirit. Through your Holy Spirit, we just thank you for the day, Lord God. I thank you on the day, Lord God. Um, Lord God, and thank you for another year. Uh, birthday coming up tomorrow, Lord. Just thank you, Lord, in advance for that, Lord God. And uh, we just want you just to lead us, to guide us, and through this, finish this week off, and let your 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 favor go farther to the next week, to the end of this month, Lord God. Let your favor finish up, doing what you had to do for us, Lord God, so we can walk this rest of this month out in your favor and get what we need. The blessings, the lessons out of this month, Lord God. We just thank you. And I thank you, Lord God. And this prayer, prayer, this prayer, I pray in your son Jesus' name. And it is so, and it is so. And a great day, Breath of Bible Club, and I love y'all. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Preston, for sharing today. Um, I verses. And our verses today is first Samuel chapter twenty-six, verse twenty-two to twenty-five. Chapter 27 and 28, 1 through 15. I may the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and the reading of his holy word. And also, thank you, uh, Brother Princeton, for that interpretation, that prayer release. And I uh, may the Lord add a blessing in hearing, uh, to the hearing and the reading of his word. And one of the things, one of the keys that you shared, which you have many keys there, but one of the keys that you shared is um, that trust God. For direction trust God for direction and wisdom so that's the key that we can all take away from the breakfast Bible Club we can go to God we can trust God the Word of God tells us clearly not to um, consult mediums and not to uh, you know conjure up anything that can be the uh, demons and deception uh, mocking or mimicking the voice of that loved one we're not to do that in Leviticus chapter 20 it speaks of that. We're not supposed to conjure up anybody or go get information or ask questions. And we simply want to see that loved one again. And if that loved one was saved, then we too should be saved and live in a way that we will see them again in heaven when God, um, you know, calls everyone and uh, puts us in heaven. Then we'll be able to see our loved ones that went on before us. But we're never to call up um, psychics or mediums or spiritualists for any wisdom or information because Satan is a deceiver. <laughs> we can't trust him. You know, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he may make it seem as if, you know, that this could be your loved one. So again, we have to use wisdom. Saul was desperate because God wasn't speaking to him anymore because of his own actions. But he still could have prayed, you know, and asked God, 
you know, and continue to uh, stay in a posture of prayer. But instead, he does the worst thing that he can possibly do and goes and speaks the witch of Endor, you know, which was a, not a good choice at all because we know that these spirits, they don't do things for free. The devil never gives anybody anything for free. Everything has a, a, a consequence, an attachment to it. Nothing is given for free. It's all deception. He's the father of lies. The word tells us that. So we must be wise. Continue to seek the Lord. If you're not hearing anything, pray. Pray to God for dreams and visions. And um, he said he would pour out his spirit. He mentioned in his word that old men would dream dreams and young men would see visions. So we have to take the word on as the truth and do exactly what God tells us to do, not what we feel we need to do. So God bless everybody. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother Preston, for sharing. And is there one more? Today, I'll be reading First um, Samuel chapter 26, verses 22 through 25, and First Samuel chapter 27, verses 1 through 15 today. David, I was remiss. Oh, sorry, Robert. Oh, pardon. Here's your spear, O king. Send one of your young soldiers to retrieve it. The eternal one rewarded those who are faithful and righteous. For he gives you today my... He gives you into my power today. And I chose not to harm his anointed king. As I treated your life as precious, may he guard my life, rescuing me from all troubles. May God bless you, my son David. May you accomplish everything you set out to do, and may you excel. So David went his way and saw a return home. David was convinced that someday Saul would succeed, that whatever he might have said, he would track David down to kill him. So David decided his safest choice would be to escape to P because Saul did not pursue him outside Israel and he would be safe. So David with his 600 men went to King A, son of M and G. David and his men stayed with the King A and G and all their family and David's two wives. A of G and Abigail of Carmel, the widow of N, who were also were there also when Saul heard that David had gone to G and aligned himself with the Philistines he gave up his pursuit if I have my favor with you then give us some place in one of the villages to live why should you share the royal city with me your servant so A set aside Z for them and every and ever after it belonged to the king of Judah. 
David lived in the land of the Philistines for a year, for a year and four months. Now David and his men raided the Gershurites and the G and the Amalekites, the habitation of the countries of many earlier times of Shur and on towards Egypt. David and his men invaded these areas, killing everyone, men and women, but bringing cattle, donkeys, sheep, camels, and garments of their t- territories back to the land of A. Whom did you raise today? Today we went out into the desert countries in the south against Judah of J and Kenites. The reason David never permitted the savers of his raid was because he could not risk one of them being brought alive to the Philistines and G and telling the truth that David had done this had done this or that. This was David's practice during the entire time he lived in the land of the Philistines. Because he did because he did not know the truth, A trusted David. He thought David had made himself such an enemy of Israel that we would have to remain a servant of the rest of his life. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Danielle. I wasn't sure if you were done with your share. So God bless you. Thank you for sharing today. And uh, Sister Danielle shared, shared our verses. First Samuel chapter 26, verses 22 to 25. First Samuel 27, all and 28, 1 through 15 today. And also she read from the commentary. And uh, one of the keys that Sister Danielle shared is God is all we need. That's the key that we can take away from everything that she shared today. He is all we need. We do not have to seek um, anyone for anything, uh, any sorcerers or spiritualists or, or anything of that sort. God is all we need. All we have to do is go to him, trust in him, and he's uh, all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He can, you know, work everything out on our behalf. So that's the key that we cannot take away. God bless everybody. Is there one more before we close? Hi, everyone. Um, I'll just be doing my interpretation today from the Asia to Read version. Um, so basically what's happening here is um, David has just had the opportunity to get back at Saul again and kill him, but he didn't do anything to hurt him. And instead he used this as a teaching moment and a way to minister to Saul and show Saul that both of their lives are important and that it shouldn't be taken away, especially not by man prematurely. And also to show him that um, his life was also protected by God. And this was a way of um, telling um, Saul that basically if he's going after his life, he's um, going against God's will because his life is protected by God. 
And um, it doesn't, it looks like he kind of got it because he started to um, speak blessings over him and speak life over David. And then um, it went over into chapter 27. And um, it talks about how um, after this happened, um, Saul was blessing him, but um, David still was a bit cautious. Um, he just said to himself that he'll keep on um, moving on so that just in case Saul tries to um, come back and hurt him, um, he'll ha- he would have already had moved on. And then um, something else I would like to point out for chapter 28 is um, the point of where Saul, he, um, the Lord stopped speaking to him and um, what he did is he decided to go and talk to um, basically a medium, which is a witch or um, a wizard to get help. And um, something I thought about is how it would have been better to first have patience and then ask God for forgiveness and go back to the drawing board to see why God had stopped speaking to him. And sometimes God will stop, um, God will be speaking to people for years and years, but their flesh is so loud and their own will can be so loud that it drowns out the voice of the Lord. And um, also, um, God may have stopped speaking to him because he stopped listening. And that's something else I thought about, too, and how sometimes we'll be thinking, oh, God, you're not speaking to us. But he's looking at us like, you stopped listening a long time ago. So now that Saul couldn't hear from the Lord, he's longing for God's voice and guidance again, now that he doesn't have it. And um, now he has went to a medium, which I feel would have been like, he tried to get a replacement, a God replacement or basically a counterfeit compared to God and tries to recreate that relationship. But there's only one God and there's only one God um, that you can really get help from that will be true, honest help without um, any strings attached. And now he's getting himself into deeper trouble and into demonic bondage. And this just makes me think even more about how important it is to listen to God's voice and appreciate it when we have it. And um, also I was thinking about how, like how did he get all the way to this point of his life? He had been God's chosen king all the way to this point of now turning to witchcraft. And this just shows how one sin can um, cause a domino effect. And it started with just one thing of him not really following simple instructions that God gave him. And then it changed into um, jealousy and envy, and then a spirit of murder, and then now um, witchcraft. So um, this just makes me think about how important it is to listen. And my prayer is, Lord, I pray that you would help us, Lord God, to be obedient to you, Lord, so that we won't have to suffer, Lord, and so we don't put ourselves um, into different traps of the enemy. I pray, Lord, that you would help us, Lord God, to have a pure heart before you, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would help us, Lord, to not be envious of each other or not be envious of any other leaders, Lord God, or any other men and women of God. And I pray, Lord, that you would just help us, Lord God, to be in your will, Lord God, and take ourselves out of it, Lord. In Jesus' name, it is so.
It is so. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Sedasia, for sharing today our verses. God bless you and sharing your uh, your interpretation. We receive it in Jesus' name. Very blessed. And also, may the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and reading of his holy word. And also, thank you, Sister Sedasia, for um, many keys that you shared today. And um, one of the keys that we can take away, similar to the other keys that we shared today, is put your faith and trust in God to lead you. And that's something that we can all take away from what was going on with David, what was going on with Saul, what was going on with all of the situations. You know, they I mean, we only just put our trust in Is there one more that would like to share? We don't want to look over anyone. And thank you, Sister Sadeja, for sharing today. Well, God bless you. I believe that's all. Um, I was muted for a quick moment. Uh, pardon me. And I was just commenting on uh, Sister Sadeja's keys, putting her trust in God. Very grateful for the keys that she shared today. And I'm going to read Sister Melanie's interpretation. And her interpretation is, let me go to this, pull it up. She says, good morning. For the second time, David found refuge from Saul in Philistine territory and got permission to live under the protection of King Achish. In return, Achish would have expected military support from David and his 600 warriors. Saul finally stopped pursuing David. His army was not strong enough to invade Philistine territory to seek one man. And our prayer is, praise the Lord. I thank you for the opportunity to see this new day. I am grateful. I pray for your love and your strength today. Please help me overcome any hurdles that may come my way. Please give me wisdom and guidance in everything that I do today so that my words and actions will honor your holy name. It is so in Jesus' name. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Melanie, for sharing. Blessed as always. A lot of great keys, but one key we can go to uh, in your in your interpretation is for to ask God for wisdom and guidance. And we see that the keys are connected because that is the principal thing. We need to get understanding, wisdom, and guidance from God. Very blessed. So this concludes the Breakfast Bible Club. I want to thank everyone for listening in, for staying on the line. Again, this is the line where we read the word. We have our goal to read from Genesis to Revelation, the entire Bible. Every day we come on and we share. All is welcome to read our verses, share what they get from our verses, and also to say a short prayer at the end of every interpretation. And you can also sing a song if you like to sing. We also have those writing out the verses for those who like to write. We also have our listeners listening in. Blessings to all of our listeners that are getting their spiritual food today. Blessings unto you. Um, really, the words always transform and change our lives. And just so grateful for everyone here. Special blessings to Sister Melissa that translates our verses so wonderfully from um, English to Espanol for our Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters. Just very grateful for this line. This is a line of positivity. We are here to bless one another, read the word in unity and fellowship. 
and share what we get from it. Not only just read it, but share what we get from it. I encourage many others to read as well if you would like to read. Even if you only read a portion of it, you are welcome. All is uh, welcome to share in any way that they choose. It's a this is a respectable line as well. We show respect to everyone, and so that makes it a safe place to share. I'm going to um, give our verses for tomorrow. I'm Minister Lane, the host of the Breakfast Bible Club. If anyone needs prayer, counseling, or want to leave a prayer request, again, the number to do that is 216-463-1574. And um, leave your, you can make sure you leave a contact number if you would like a call back. And I will agree with, agree with you in prayer. And our verses for tomorrow, we're going to finish out chapter 28 doing verse 16 we're going to pick up at 16 but we stop to 15 so chapter 28 first samuel 16 through 25 and then we're going to go on to chapter 29 chapter 29 only has 11 verses so we're going to do all of those verses so chapter 29 and we're going to move to chapter 30 and we're going to do the first 15 verses 1 through 15. So we're powering through the word. And uh, this is these other verses for tomorrow, 28, 29, and 30. And I will send a text as a reminder to let everyone know where we are if anyone uh, wants one. I pretty much know who those are, so I'll send out a text to those who want one just to follow through. And you can also read ahead of time the verses to see what's going on so that you'll, you know, have a better understanding as well. So God bless everybody. This concludes the Breakfast Bible Club. Um, I'm going to give a couple of announcements and I'm going to pray us out. Does anybody have any questions? Well, blessings, everyone. And um, the website is www.diamondsofpromisellc.org. Um, we invite everyone to join us for the Hour of Power prayer call every Saturday from 12 noon to 1 p.m., so that call is tomorrow, 12 noon to 1 p.m. If you're going through a trial, if you're having a rough time, if you're having some things that you're dealing with that you just seem like, you know, you're not able to shake these things, please call in on Saturday. Um, call in and stay on the line for the hour of power prayer call. We open up with worship, and then we go on to casting our cares upon the Lord, according to First Peter chapter. Uh, seven, chapter 5, pardon me, verses 7 through 10. And casting our cares is a way to release those things, even if you have to mute your line and you don't want everyone hearing what you're saying. You know, um, it's really important that you release those things from your spirit because they can cause stress in the body, anxiety, all kinds of things, you know, blood pressure issues. So God gives us this, re this rem remedy to... Um, cast their cares upon him and that's what this line is for on saturday is the hour of power you can uh get free from some of those things many things at work relationship issues children you know call in release those cares get free from those things and then at the end of the call we listen in to hear uh, what god wants to say and sometimes it just says worship and sometimes it gives us a word or a scripture or sometimes nothing but we open up the door for him to come in. And um, this is what this call is for. So join in. It is one hour, and it's a very blessed call. Also, we have, um, 
you're invited to our Wednesday noonday teaching. We have noonday teaching from 12 noon to, to 1 p.m. We're extending it to one hour. Um, if anybody would like to listen in, call into the line. Uh, we teach about a subject, a topic that's an hour or less. We teach on a topic that is relevant for today. So all the questions we get into the Breakfast Bible Club and the Diamond of the Promise line, we use those topics and we give what God's Word says on the topic. So if you want to hear something relevant for today, make sure you call in on that line on Wednesday, 12 noon to until 1 p.m. And also, don't forget our book club, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Um, the book club is very good. It's a, a very blessed book. It's a must-have staple for every Christian home. How to cleanse your bloodline. Very, very important information. Some things people don't even know. They, they've never heard it, you know, from church. They, they've never preached about it. Some of you do know, but nevertheless, it's a very great book. And the name of the book is Repentance, Cleansing Your Generational Bloodline by Natasha Gribbage. Again, that book is on Amazon for $22. Kindle, $18. Or you can go on Google and you can uh, pull up for free, download the ch uh, chapters. And um, it has all the chapters on there. Um, she allowed it to be so, so that anyone needed to use it for information or anybody needs to, you know, read the chapters for um, study. So it's um, also on Google if you would like to get it. And it's also on YouTube. She has it on YouTube as well. So, again, Cleansing Your Generational Bloodline by Natasha Gribbage is our book for Thursdays, 7 p.m. sharp to 8 p.m. sharp. And uh, this concludes our announcements. The number to call in for all of these things are 425-666-4796. And don't forget to share the Breakfast Bible Club with your friends, family, co-workers, for those who want to read the word, for those who may be going through some tests and trials. This is a great line to call into to get connected to the word of God. We have a goal to read from Genesis to Revelation with understanding. And at the end of our goal, when the um, mind is completed and we get to Revelation, I will send a certificate, whether you want it either mail or email, um, of completion for everyone that completes the Breakfast Bible Club. So again, join us. Very blessed uh, call. And uh, this is uh, open for everyone and anyone that would like to partake in it. And now I'm going to pray us out. And I want to say blessings to everyone for staying on the line. Father, I thank you, O oh God, for this line. I thank you for the opportunity for spiritual growth for everyone here on the line, Lord God. Father, I ask that you will open up our spiritual eyes, our spiritual ears, bless us and guide us on our journey to completely read from Genesis to Revelation. So many people have not read your entire word. Father, I just thank you for this platform. I ask that your spirit fills this atmosphere. God, this is for you. It's all about you and not about us, God. It's for us to have more understanding of who you are, your character, your word, and your way. Father, I ask that you will bless us, each and every one of us here, to receive all that you have for us today. For your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father, I pray that you would keep our path illuminated. Father, help us to stay on the right path and the right journey. Keep us from falling and stumbling in darkness, God. 
Lord, I just thank you, Lord God, for this call. Draw those here to this line that desires to read the word of God. Father, I pray that you will bless every listener, everyone that connects with us. I thank you, Lord God, for this new day. Lead us and guide us today. Bless our spirits today. Lift any heaviness, depression, anxiety, suicidal spirits. Leave this line. Spirits of lust, leave this line. Anger, rage, murder spirits, leave this line. Suicidal thoughts and actions. We bind them up and cast them out through the blood of Jesus right now. We thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No one is here by mistake. No one is in this world by accident. Father, you have your hand in all of this. Lord, let no one leave this earth under the sound of my voice prematurely. I cancel the spirit of premature death and hell over anyone. Lord, I pray that we will all walk out the plan and the purpose that you have created us to do. Let us all feel your love today. If anyone is feeling heavy, lift those burdens. Let us feel your love, your grace, your mercy, your peace today. No matter what we're going through, you are bigger than it all. Father, show us, reveal to us who you are in our lives. Let us repent, God, for anything that we've done or said or thought or actions that have came out of alignment with you. Father, we know, Lord God, that you want us to walk in a way that is pleasing unto you. And I thank you for extension of time, extension of life, for protection from evil, angelic assistance. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for removing evil spirits. I thank you, Lord, for canceling out trauma and evil memories from the portals of our mind today. Cut off all evil communication that may minister to our hearing. You said your sheep shall know your voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. You said by your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. So that means our minds are healed. Our bodies are healed. Our spirits are healed. We walk in victory. Break every generational curse that may be attached to anyone in their families and their bloodline. Show us how to repent for those things that we see, those demonic cycles over and over again. Destroy and uproot any word curses spoken over anyone from birth on this line. We are who God says we are. We are blessed going in and blessed coming out. We are the head and not the tail. We are blessed, Father. We receive that. We receive all the all the thousands of promises and blessings in your holy word that you say about us, God. We come out of agreement with anything other than what God says about us. Father, remove our sickness and disease, illnesses, cancer cells, tumors. Dry them up in Jesus' name. Regulate our blood pressure. Regulate our blood sugar. Lord God, we thank you. Whether we are aware or unaware, God, let our organs function the way that you have created them to. Father, touch our bodies through a cleansing, through our bodies, remove any pain in our joints, in our back, in our knees, any headache pain. Father, any migraines, go in the name of Jesus. Father, touch us, heal our bodies in every way, Lord God. And we thank you. Remove any infections from our body, from our blood, from our skin, from our hair. Lord, I just thank you in advance for total healing. Bless the women calling in today from 211. First call for help. Those that are calling it from the domestic, uh, the, from the Diamonds of Promise line, and those that are coming out, there we go, of domestic violence, human trafficking, prostitution, PTSD, hallelujah, incest, rape, miscarriages, Lord, soothe them, cover them, heal their brokenness in their heart, those that went through abortions, Father, forgive them, 
as they forgive themselves. Father God, that let them come out of agreement with serving Moloch, that is a demon God over a child, uh, over abortions and child sacrifices, Lord. Father, reveal to us those things. Help us, oh God, those that are coming out of these things and any other kinds of abuse. Release your healing. Break demonic cycles, God. Father, we thank you for deliverance over every area, Lord God, even things not named here. Father, remember those women that went through FGM. You never called for women to be to be uh, circumcised. So, Father, I pray that you would bring education and healing to this evil cultural practice and reveal to those that still um, do this practice that this is not of God. And, Lord, what it does to the women, to their bodies, they can't conceive afterwards. Father, I pray that you will bless these women, heal these women, and let them come out of agreement with this uh, mutilation, God. Father, those that are coming out of prison, Father, let them be safe into re-entry, and Father, give them housing, adequate housing. Father God, let them be reformed completely. Have a visitation in their spirit, Lord God. And Lord, break the cycles of going to prison over and over again, Lord. Break those demonic cycles in Jesus' name. Touch those that are homeless. Provide housing, affordable housing. Those that served in the military, touch their minds, God. Remove any trauma, Father, any sexual abuse. Give them what they need, God, to stand. Those that deal with the uh, coming out of gun violence that have lost so much, and those that are dealing with racism, remove the hatred. Oh, my gosh. Do that again. In order to enter your conference using the backup number, Welcome. Thank you for calling Diamonds of Promise LLC with Lane. We're a positive women's empowerment outreach based in Cuyahoga County, but serving women worldwide. Here, we believe all women are as rare diamonds, special, unique, and of great value to God. If you're not sharing, please mute your phone and you will be connected. Please announce yourself. That has a, oh, the motorcycle, any transportation, Bless it, cover today. We see that there's heavy fog in the state. Father, bless, protect, and cover. Break every satanic agenda of over anyone's transportation. And Father, bless our transportation. Break any blood sacrifice covenant over anyone's transportation on this line. Under the sound of my voice, any family members. Father, I speak safety angels over us every day, no matter where we go. And Father, I thank you for your protection. I thank you, Lord, for blessing the streets. Bind up the spirit of road rage. Father, move. Bind up accidents, vehicular accidents, God. Bless those pedestrians that are walking, God, on foot across the street, God. Bless them, cover them today. Lord, I ask that you bless every godly marriage with love, peace, healing, unity, bond and fidelity and cheating, marriage-breaking spirits, spirits of bail, any marriage-breaking spirits, Lord, we bind them up and cast them out from the godly marriages. And Jesus be the center of those unions through the blood of Jesus. Lord, bless those that are praying for a spouse to be equally yoked with the right person at the right time, Lord God. Father, bind up all imposters, expose all wolf and sheep clothing, give us wisdom and knowledge, O oh God, in every area of our lives. Anyone that is lonely, Lord God, let them fill that void with you 
and let them also put their hands to something that edifies you as an act of service. And Lord, I thank you for it in advance. Bless those that are single and satisfied to keep their hearts and their minds on you. Counsel out sexual sins in Jesus' name. And we give you glory for whatever stage we are in. Lord God, we thank you, Lord, and let us be grateful for wherever we are in you. Remember the lost in our families. Save them, deliver them. We lift up our community, our cities, and our country, our world. United States of America, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, blessings. Canada, all of those from the Amish country, blessings, welcome. Blessings to those that call in from Africa and Saudi Arabia, blessings unto you. And Lord, wherever we are, Lord God, all over the world, release revival. We thank you, Lord God. And Father, remember Israel as they are still coming out of this war with Gaza and Hamas. Father, bring peace upon the land. Father, in the name of Jesus, move over this situation. Lord, free the hostages. Lord, move over the hostages. They can be restored back home, Lord God. Father, we just thank you. And Lord, we lift up the president, prime ministers, leaders. Holy Spirit, guide them and lead them. Those that make decisions for us because the decisions they make affect us. So Holy Spirit, put them in alignment with your word. Lord, we thank you for blessing us. We thank you that you have kept for poverty and lack. Every need is met here on this line. I seek increase. Our rent is paid. Our mortgage is paid. Our bills are paid. We have healthy food and our refrigerators. Our cabinets are filled. We have more than enough. Thank you, Lord God, for providing for us. Thank you, Lord. We have enough to help others. And Father, we thank you. All of the repairs are even being made in our home. We walk in abundance and overflow. Remember every essential worker in our community. Bless them, the post workers, all of the workers, policemen, ambulance. Father, touch them, cover them, heal them, meet every need. And we thank you for increasing our discernment. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise that is due unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, it is so, and it is so. God bless everyone. Blessings, love you all. Blessings. Blessings. Love y'all. Blessings. I see you, Sister Melissa, for translating our scripture verses today. And our verses are 1 Samuel chapter 26, verse 22 to 25. We also did 1 Samuel chapter 27, all in its entirety. And chapter 28, 1 through 15. Capitulo 26. Vente siete and e vente ocho. And we thank God for Sister Melissa. She's a sub taught, respected translator here at the Breakfast Bible Club, bridging a gap for our Spanish speaking family to be able to join in with us. And I just want to say how grateful I am for her on the line. Um, it, it really makes a difference uh, when she um, comes and puts the time and energy and gives God the glory for the time. And effort that she puts into it that makes a difference so that our Spanish-speaking family can join in with us. That's the answer to prayer that I've had so that we can add um, different languages onto the line. So really grateful for that. And also, um, thank you, Sister Melissa, for her prayer through Arresion. That invites anyone that would like to partake in it to do so. We receive it in Jesus' name. 
It is so. And blessings to you, Sister May Lisa. Also, thank you for your interpretation today. Um, you had a lot of great keys in there, a lot of great points. I love how you always reflect back to nature and um, your points stand out uh, reflecting back to nature. And one of the keys that you shared is that, that we can all take away from the Breakfast Bible Club is we can thank God for the balance of fighting spiritually and physically and ask him for discernment to know the difference. And that's the key as well um, that you pointed out. That's something that we can all pray so we can know the difference when it's time to fight. You know, Ecclesiastes tells us the time for everything. You know, it's a time to fight, a time, to, uh, you know, for laughter and all of those things. So we would know the difference, you know, when it's a physical fight and a spiritual fight. And, you know, spiritual fights, we fight in prayer and things that are spiritual and natural fights. Um, you know, we use the natural man. So thank you for pointing that out. Very good keys today. And blessings, everyone. Welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club, and the floor is open. And blessings and welcome to all of our new listeners today. Good morning. Hey. I love it. Hey. 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 Good day, Breakfast Bible Club. When I see a club building code this I don't know. Today I read from the Holy Bible. Holy Bible, I hear. They are also glad to be able to. First Samuel chapter 28, verse 5. When saw, saw the Philistines, um, he was afraid. Paddle. Quidado, Dio, Saul, Ejecto, Ejecto, Dio. My prayer is Miracione, and Lord, help me to be good and help the kids in the world be good. Forever. That's what we're teaching them all. Jesus' name is Joe. That's all I have to say right now. Blessings. Thank you, um, Israel. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for sharing your verses for Samuel, chapter 28, verse 5. Very good. God bless you. Thank you for sharing. And also your prayer through Resion uh, is really blessed. We thank you for your prayer. And also, thank you for joining in and making the Breakfast Bible Club a part of your morning today. And thank you for your hard work and, and effort. God bless you. And welcome, everyone. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. We love when the kids get involved. We're grateful for Israel sharing on the line. And now I believe we'll have Brother Ryan. Good day, um, everyone. I'll be reading First Samuel 26. 22 to 25, and then 1 Samuel 27, 1 through 12, and it's all in entirety, and then 1 Samuel 28, 1 through 15. 1 Samuel 26, here is the king's spear, David answered, let one of your young men come over and get it. The Lord rewards everyone for their righteousness and faithfulness. 
Lord delivered you into your hands, into my hands today, but I would not lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. As surely as I value your life, so may Lord value my life and deliver me from all trouble. Then Saul said to David, May you bless may you be blessed, David, my son. You will do great things and surely triumph. So David went on his way to Saul. So Saul returned home. First Samuel twenty seven, one through twelve. But David thought to himself, One of these days I will destroy I will be destroyed by the hands of Saul. The best thing I can do is to escape to the land of the Philistines. Then Saul will give up search for me anywhere in Israel, and I will slip out on his hand. Slip out of his hand. So David and 600 men with him left and went over to a son of M, king of Gath. David and his men settled in Gath with a each man had had his family with him and David had his two two wives A and J and A of C the widow of Nabal when Saul was told that David had fled to Gath he no longer searched for him Then David said to A, if I have found favor in your eyes, let A place aside to me in one of the country's towns, that I may live there. Why should you, why should your servant live in the royal city with you? So on that day, A gave him Z and its belongs and it. And it has belonged to the king of Judah ever since David lived in in Philistine territory a year and four months. Now David and his men went up and raided G, the G, and the Amalekites from ancient times. These people had lived in the land extended to Shur and Egypt. Whenever David attacked an area, he did not leave a man or a woman alive, but the sheep, cattle, donkey, camel, and clothes. Then he rose, returned to A. When A asked, where did you go raiding today? David would say against the Negev of Judah, or against the Negev of J, or against the Negev of Kenites. He did not leave a man or woman alive to be brought to Gath, for he thought thought they might inform on us and say this is what David did, and such was his practice in law, as long as he lived in Philistine territory. 
a trusted David and said to himself, he has become obnoxious to his people, the Israelites, that he will be my servant for life. First Samuel 28, 1-15 In those days the Philistines gathered their forces <clears throat> gathered their forces to fight against the Aces. A said to David Sorry, let me reread that. In those days Philistines gathered their forces to fight against Israel. A said to David you must understand that you and your men will accompany me in the army. David said, then you will see for yourself what your servant can do. A replied very well, and I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now Samuel was dead, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him to buried him in his own town of our Saul had expelled the mediums and spiritualists spiritists from the land the Philistine assembled and came and set up camp at S while Saul gathered while Saul gathered and set up camp at G when Saul saw the Philistine army was afraid Terror filled his eyes. He inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer him. I dream, or you, or prophets. Saul then said to him, Saul then said to his attendants, Find me a woman who is a medium so I may go inquire her. There is one in Endor, they said. So Saul discussed, disguised himself, putting on other clothes, and at night he and two men went to the women, consult as consulted, consult a spirit for me, he said, and bring up for me the one I name. But the woman said to him, Surely you know what Saul has done. He has cut off the mediums and spiritists from the land. Why have you set a trap for my life to bring about my death? Saul swore to her by the Lord. As surely as the Lord lives, you will not be punished for this. Then the woman asked, Whom shall I bring up for you? Bring up Samuel, he said. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice and said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to, to her, Don't be afraid. What do you see? The woman said, I see a ghostly figure coming up out of the earth. What does he look like? He asked. An old man wearing a robe is coming up, she said. Then Saul knew it was Samuel, and he bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. 
Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? I am, a, I am in great distress, Saul said. The Philistines are fighting against me. God has departed from me. He no longer answers me either by prophet or by dreams. So I have called on you to tell me what to do. And I read First Samuel 26, 22 to 25, First Samuel 27, 1 through 12, and then First Samuel 28, 1 through 15. From the NIV version, Good Day Breakfast Bible Club. Blessings. Thank you, Brother Ryan, for sharing today and reading our scripture verses. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and the reading of his holy word. Um, all is encouraged to read. Anyone that would like to read our verses today, um, please feel free to jump on in. Even if you would like to read a part or a portion of our verses, that is also welcome. Or you can also share your interpretation and your prayer release, both or one, whichever you choose to do. And all is welcome here. Since um, we're waiting on someone to jump in with their interpretation, I'm going to share Sister Melanie's interpretation. And again, if you would like to text or share, but unable to read it, maybe you're at work or in class or out, you can always text it to 216-463-1574. And I'm going to jump into her interpretation. Good morning, Breakfast Bible. Okay, and she says, "Oh, go ahead, brother. Brother, welcome, brother mm -hmm. Preston." Okay, um, coming from the Complete Jewish Bible, and I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it all. David answered, "Here is the king's spear. Send one of." the man over to bring it back. Ann and I would give every person a reward suited to his uprightness and faithfulness. Ann and I put you in power today, but I would not raise my hand against Ann and I anointing. Look, just as I put great value on your life today, so may my life be given great value by Ann and I. May he deliver me from every kind of trouble Saul answered David, blessings on you, my son David. No question that you will accomplish everything you set out to do. So David went on his way and Saul returned to his place. But David said to himself, one day, so I will sweep me away. The best thing for me to do is escape into the territory of the Philistines. Then Saul will give up trying to find me here or there in Israel territory. And at least I will be free from him. So David set out with his 600 men and passes, passed on to Achish, the son of Machan, king of Gat. David lived with Achish. 
and his men, each man with his household, including David, with his two wives, um, Aegon from uh, Jay and uh, Abigail from Cameron, Neville widow. Saul was told that David had escaped the gap, whereupon he stopped searching for him. David said to Akish, if you are not favorable, disposed toward me, let me have a place to live in one of these cities in the court side. Why should your servant live in the royal city with you? That very day, Akish gave him Z, and that would uh, that's why to this day Z belongs to the king of Judah. After David had been living in the countryside of Philistine for a year and four months, he and his men began going up and raiding the Gishar, the Gazelle, and the Amalek. For ancient times, these people had lived in the land in the direction of Shur all the way to Egypt. David would attack the land, leaving alive neither man nor woman, but taking the sheep, cattle, ducky, camels, and clothing. Then he would return and go to Akish would ask, where were you raiding today? And David would answer against the, um, the end of Judah or against the end of Germanites, uh, or against the never of Kenya, the day um, the reason David spread neither men nor spared neither man nor woman to be brought to God is that he thought we don't want them telling us telling on us. David said, saying, "Did David did so and so?" That's how he conducted his raids from along as he lived in the country of Philistine. And Kish believed him. He said, David has caused his own people, Israel, to despise him utterly. He will be my favorite servant. Um, 28. In due time, the Philistines assembled their armies for war against Israel. Kish told David, you know, of course, that you and your men will join me in the army in battle. David asked Kish, I see that you already know what your servant will do. Akish, uh, I might mess his name up, but <laughs> said to David for that answer, I am making you my personal bodyguard for life. Now, Samuel was dead. All Israel had mourned him and buried him in his city, Ramit. And Saul had expelled from the land those who tell the future by communicating with the dead or with a demonic spirit. The Philistines assembled then. They went to went and pitched a camp at Shaman while Saul gathered all Israel together and pitched a camp at Gilabo. When Saul saw the army of Philistine, he became afraid. And it struck terror in his heart, but when he consulted Anadon, Anadon did not answer him, not by dreams, not by um, or not by prophet. Then Saul said to his servants, try to find a woman who tells the future by communicating with the dead. I want to go and consult with her. His servants answered, yes, him yes, there's a woman in Endor, 
who tells the future by communicating with the dead. So Saul disguised himself by wearing different clothing, and which with two men came to the woman by night. And he said, Tell me my future, please. Bring up from the dead the person I named to you. So the woman answered, Here you know what Saul did. He had expelled from the land those who told or tell the future by communicating with a day with a demonic spirit. Why are you trying to entrap me into causing my own death? But Saul swore to the to her by Anadi, as Anadi lives, you will not be punished for doing this. Then the woman asked, Whom should I bring up for you? And he said, Bring bring me up for me, Samuel. When the woman saw Samuel, she let out a shriek, a shriek. Then the woman said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You you yourself are Saul. The king replied, Don't be afraid. Just tell me what you see. The woman said to Saul, I see a good a godlike being coming up out of the earth. He asked her, What does he look like? She said, An old man is coming up. He's wearing a cloak. Saul realized it was Samuel, and he bowed with his face to the ground and prostrated himself. And Samuel said, Ask Saul, why have you disturbed me and brought me up? Saul answered, I am very upset because the Philistine is making war against me, and God has left me and doesn't answer me anymore, neither by prophet nor by dream. This is why I called you, so that you could tell me so you could tell me know what to do. Um and my interpretation is that Saul just he just he just tripping. Um, and now he 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 trying to he he don't know how to handle his consequences of what he's doing and, and um and what's God not doing for him and so this was this is the measure of things that people go by when they out of the out of the will of God and uh, and they deliberately get out of the will of God they get disturbed they get uh, irate they get um, panicky um, it's a panic among their camp or they 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 soul when they're out of the, the will of God, and um, and when it's time for their consequences for being out of the will of God and doing things out of sin and stuff like that, this is what you get, um, get from doing that. And uh, we just have to just understand that it's a purpose, and we it's purpose for us to stay in the will of God no matter what. Um, on Saul and but with David, yeah, David was smart, but David. They were smart, very smart to, to fight with his enemies, uh, to uh, take, even though he was doing raid on them, fight with enemies to go, to have them think they would go against his own people, and sooner or later he'll turn on them at the end. But David just, uh, you know, David just doing what he needed to do to pass time by till Saul can, till Saul time is up. So he having patience with God and 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 and, and, and waiting for his time to be reigned king. When Saul finally get off the throne, you know, we just have to. I just realize it's just patience and witty of God's walk through life, different through different uh, journeys through the gadgets and tricks of the enemy. You know what I'm saying? We just David just follow what God did says, and he just go through how he the enemy's tricks. And I think that's what we should understand in our own life. When you know what God is leading us, God will take us. Through a lot, and you be like, "Wow, why this happened?" You know what I'm saying? But it, it's it's a, it's a purpose, and He is protecting us. So our uh, staying in His will 
His following his instruction will protect us no matter how up and down the roller coaster he is and whatever guys are doing in our lives. So we we know we have to just keep following, keep believing and keep trusting in God. And my prayers today, Lord, just thank you. Lord, thank you for uh another day and and being and hearing and learning your mighty, mighty word, Lord God. Just lead us, Lord God, with your Holy Spirit. And, Lord God, let your Holy Spirit guide us through our days, Lord God. Let your word uh, merge in our heart, Lord God, so we're not sinning against you. And we just let, let us just get the, the, the mindset of a child to learn and follow you, Lord God. Just the mindset of a child just to learn, even in our old young age, Lord God, just to keep wanting to learn. No matter what we know about your word, we just we just throw it off as we don't know and keep learning more and more as we just indulge, indulge in your word and your Holy Spirit. Through your Holy Spirit, we just thank you for the day, Lord God. I thank you on the day, Lord God. Um, Lord God, and just thank you for another year. Uh, birthday coming up tomorrow, Lord. Just thank you, Lord, in advance for that, Lord God. And uh, we just want you just to lead us, to guide us in, in, through this, finish this week off and let your your, your favor go farther to the next week, to the end of this month, Lord God. Let your favor finish up doing what you had to do for us, Lord God, so we can walk this rest of this month out in your favor and get what we need, the blessings, the lessons and out of this month, Lord God. We just thank you. And I thank you, Lord God. And this prayer, prayer, this prayer, I pray in your son Jesus' name. And it is so, and it is so. And a uh, great day, Breath of Bible Club, and I love y'all. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Preston, for sharing today um, our verses. And our verses today is 1 Samuel, chapter 26, verse 22 through 25, chapter 27 and 28, 1 through 15. I may the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and the reading of his holy word. And also thank you, uh, Brother Preston, for that interpretation, that prayer release. And uh, may the Lord add a blessing in hearing, uh, to the hearing and the reading of his word. And one of the things, one of the keys that you shared, which you have many keys there, but one of the keys that you shared is um, that trust God for direction. Trust God for direction and wisdom. So that's the key that we can all take away from the Breakfast Bible Club. We can go to God, we can trust God. The word of God tells us clearly not to um, consult mediums and not to, uh, you know, conjure up anything. That can be the uh, demons and deception, uh, mocking or mimicking the voice of that loved one. We're not to do that. In Leviticus chapter 20, it speaks of that. We're not supposed to conjure up anybody or go get information or ask questions. And we simply want to see that loved one again. And if that loved one was saved, then we too should be saved and live in a way that we will see them again in heaven. When God, um, you know, uh, calls everyone and uh, puts us in heaven, then we'll be able to see our loved ones that went on before us. But we're never to call uh, um, psychics or mediums or spiritualists for any wisdom or information because Satan is a deceiver. <laughs> we can't trust him. You know, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he may make it seem as if, you know, that this could be your loved one. So, again, we have to use wisdom. Saul was desperate. Because God wasn't speaking to him anymore because of his own actions. But he still could have prayed, you know, and asked God, you know, and continued to uh, stay in a posture of prayer. 
But instead, he does the worst thing that he can possibly do and goes and speaks the witch of Endor, you know, which was a, not a good choice at all because we know that these spirits, they don't do things for free. The devil never gives anybody anything for free. Everything has a, a, a consequence, an attachment to it. Nothing is given for free. It's all deception. He's the father of lies. The word tells us that. So we must be wise. Continue to seek the Lord. If you're not hearing anything, pray. Pray to God for dreams and visions. And um, he said he would pour out his spirit. He mentioned in his word that old men would dream dreams and young men would see visions. So we have to take the word on as the truth and do exactly what God tells us to do, not what we feel we need to do. So God bless everybody. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother Preston, for sharing. And is there one more? Today, I'll be reading First um, Samuel chapter 26, verses 22 through 25, and First Samuel chapter 27, verses 1 through 15 today. David, I was remiss. Oh, sorry, Robert. Oh, pardon. Here's your spear, O king. Send one of your young soldiers to retrieve it. The eternal one rewarded those who are faithful and righteous. For he gives you today my... He gives you into my power today. And I chose not to harm his anointed king. As I treated your life as precious, may he guard my life, rescuing me from all troubles. May God bless you, my son David. May you accomplish everything you set out to do, and may you excel. So David went his way and saw a return home. David was convinced that someday Saul would succeed, that whatever he might have said, he would track David down to kill him. So David decided his safest choice would be to escape to P because Saul did not pursue him outside Israel and he would be safe. So David, with his 600 men, went to King A, son of M, and G. David and his men stayed with the King A and G and all their family and David to wife A of G and Abigail of Carmel, the widow of N, who were also were there also. When Saul heard that David had gone to G and aligned himself with the Philistines, he gave up his pursuit. If I have a favor with you, then give us some place in one of the villages to live. Why should you share the royal city with me, your servant? So A set aside Z for them and every and ever after it belonged to the king of Judah. David lived in the land of the Philistines for years 
for a year and four months. Now, David and his men raided the Gersherites and the G and the Amalekites, the habitation of the countries of many earlier times of Shur and on towards Egypt. David and his men invaded these areas, killing everyone, men and women, but bringing cattle, donkeys, sheep, camels, and garments of their t- territories back to the land of A. Whom did you raid today? Today we went out into the desert countries in the south against Judah of J and Kenites. The reason David never permitted the saviors of his raid was because he could not risk one of them being brought alive to the Philistines and G and telling the truth that David had done this had done this or that. This was David practiced during the entire time he lived in the land of the Philistines. Because he did because he did not know the truth, A trusted David. He thought David had made himself such an enemy of Israel that we would have to remain a servant of the rest of his life. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Danielle. I wasn't sure if you were done with your share. So God bless you. Thank you for sharing today. And uh, Sister Danielle shared, shared our verses. First Samuel chapter 26, verses 22 to 25. 1 Samuel 27, all, and 28, 1 through 15 today. And also she read from the commentary. And uh, one of the keys that Sister Danielle shared is God is all we need. That's the key that we can take away from everything that she shared today. He is all we need. We do not have to seek um, anyone for anything, uh, any sorcerers or spiritualists or, or anything of that sort. God is all we need. All we have to do is go to him, trust in him, and he's uh, all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He can, you know, work everything out on our behalf. So that's the key that we cannot take away. God bless everybody. Is there one more before we close? Hi, everyone. Um, I'll just be doing my interpretation today from the Aether to Read version. Um, so basically what's happening here is um, David has just had the opportunity to get back at Saul again and kill him, but he didn't do anything to hurt him. And instead he used this as a teaching moment and a way to minister to Saul and show Saul that both of their lives are important and that it shouldn't be taken away, especially not by man prematurely. And also to show him that um, his life was also protected by God. And this is a way of um, telling um, Saul that basically if he's going after his life, he's um, going against God's will because his life is protected by God. And um, it doesn't, it looks like he kind of got it. 
because we started to um, speak blessings over him and speak life over David. And then um, it went over into chapter 27, and um, it talks about how um, after this happened, um, Saul was blessing him, but um, David still was a bit cautious. Um, he just said to himself that he'll keep on um, moving on so that just in case Saul tries to um, come back and hurt him, um, he'll ha- he would have already had moved on. And then um, something else I would like to point out for chapter 28 is um, the point of where Saul, um, the Lord stopped speaking to him. And um, what he did is he decided to go and talk to um, basically a medium, which is a witch or um, a wizard to get help. And um, something I thought about is how it would have been better to first have patience and then ask God for forgiveness and go back to the drawing board to see why God had stopped speaking to him. Um, sometimes God will stop, um, God will be speaking to people for years and years, but their flesh is so loud and their own will can be so loud that it drowns out the voice of the Lord. And um, also, um, God may have stopped speaking to him because he stopped listening. And that's something else I thought about, too, and how sometimes we'll be thinking, oh, God, you're not speaking to us. But he's looking at us like, you stopped listening a long time ago. So now that Saul couldn't hear from the Lord, he's longing for God's voice and guidance again, now that he doesn't have it. And um, now he has went to a medium which I feel would have been like, he tried to get a replacement, a God replacement, or basically a counterfeit compared to God, and tried to recreate that relationship. But there's only one God, and there's only one God um, that you can really get help from that will be true, honest help without um, any strings attached. And now he's getting himself into deeper trouble and into demonic bondage. And this just makes me think even more about how important it is to listen to God's voice and appreciate it when we have it. And um, also, I was thinking about how, like, how did he get all the way to this point of his life? He had been God's chosen king all the way to this point of now turning to witchcraft. And this just shows how one sin can um, cause a domino effect. Um, it started with just one thing of him not really following simple instructions that God gave him. And then it changed into um, jealousy and envy and then a spirit of murder and then now um, witchcraft. So um, this just makes me think about how important it is to listen. And my prayer is, Lord, I pray that you would help us, Lord God, to be obedient to you, Lord so that we won't have to suffer, Lord, and so we don't put ourselves um, into different traps of the enemy. I pray, Lord, that you would help us, Lord God, to have a pure heart before you, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would help us, Lord, to not be envious of each other or not be envious of any other leaders, Lord God, or any other men and women of God. And I pray, Lord, that you would just help us, Lord God, to be in your will, Lord God, and take ourselves out of it, Lord. In Jesus' name it is so.
It is so. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Sedasha, for sharing today our verses. God bless you and sharing your uh, your interpretation. We receive it in Jesus' name. Very blessed. And also, may the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and reading of his holy word. And also, thank you, Sister Sedasha, for um, many keys that you shared today. And um, one of the keys that we can take away, similar to the other keys that we shared today, is put your faith and trust in God to lead you. And that's something that we can all take away from what was going on with David, what was going on with Saul, what was going on with all of the situations. You know, they we only just put our trust in Is there one more that would like to share? We don't want to look over anyone. And thank you, Sister Sadeja, for sharing today. Well, God bless you. I believe that's all. Um, I was muted for a quick moment. Uh, pardon me. And I was just commenting on uh, Sister Sadeja's keys, putting her trust in God. Very grateful for the keys that she shared today. And I'm going to read Sister Melanie's interpretation. And her interpretation is, let me go to this, pull it up. She says, good morning. For the second time, David found refuge from Saul in Philistine territory and got permission to live under the protection of King Akish. In return, Akish would have expected military support from David and his 600 warriors. Saul finally stopped pursuing David. His army was not strong enough to invade Philistine territory to seek one man. And her prayer is, praise the Lord. I thank you for the opportunity to see this new day. I am grateful. I pray for your love and your strength today. Please help me overcome any hurdles that may come my way. Please give me wisdom and guidance in everything that I do today so that my words and actions will honor your holy name. It is so in Jesus' name. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Melanie, for sharing. Blessed as always. A lot of great keys, but one key we can go to uh, in your in your interpretation is for to ask God for wisdom and guidance. And we see that the keys are connected because that is the principal thing we need to get. Understanding wisdom and guidance from God. Very blessed. So this concludes the Breakfast Bible Club. I want to thank everyone for listening in, for staying on the line. Again, this is the line where we read the word. We have our goal to read from Genesis to Revelation, the entire Bible. Every day we come on and we share. All is welcome to read our verses, share what they get from our verses, and also to say a short prayer at the end of every interpretation. And you can also sing a song if you like to sing. We also have those writing out the verses for those who like to write. We also have our listeners listening in. Blessings to all of our listeners that are getting their spiritual food today. Blessings unto you. Um, reading the words always transforms and change our lives. And just so grateful for everyone here. Special blessings to Sister Melissa that translates our verses so wonderfully from um, English to Espanol for our Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters. Just very grateful for this line. This is a line of positivity. We are here to bless one another, read the word in unity and fellowship. 
and share what we get from it. Not only just read it, but share what we get from it. I encourage many others to read as well if you would like to read. Even if you only read a portion of it, you are welcome. All is uh, welcome to share in any way that they choose. It's a respectable, this is a respectable line as well. We show respect to everyone, and so that makes it a safe place to share. I'm going to um, give our verses for tomorrow. I'm Minister Lane, the host of the Breakfast Bible Club. If anyone needs prayer, counseling, or want to leave a prayer request, again, the number to do that is 216-463-1574. And um, leave your, you can make sure you leave a contact number if you would like a call back. And I will agree with, agree with you in prayer. And our verses for tomorrow, we're going to finish out chapter 28, doing verse 16. We're going to pick up at 16, but we stop to 15. So chapter 28, 1 Samuel 16 through 25. And then we're going to go on to chapter 29. Chapter 29 only has 11 verses. So we're going to do all of those verses. So chapter 29, and we're going to move to chapter 30. And we're going to do the first 15 verses, 1 through 15. So we're powering through the word. And uh, this is, these are the verses for tomorrow. 28, 29, and 30, and I will send a text as a reminder to let everyone know where we are if anyone uh, wants one. I pretty much know who those are, so I'll send out a text to those who want one just to follow through. And you can also read ahead of time the verses to see what's going on so that you'll, you know, have a better understanding as well. So God bless everybody. This concludes the Breakfast Bible Club. Um, I'm going to give a couple of announcements, and I'm going to pray us out. Does anybody have any questions? Well, blessings, everyone. And um, the website is www.diamondsofpromisellc.org. Um, we invite everyone to join us for the Hour of Power prayer call every Saturday from 12 noon to 1 p.m. So that call is tomorrow, 12 noon to 1 p.m. If you're going through a trial, if you're having a rough time, if you're having some things that you're dealing with that you just seem like, you know, you're not able to shake these things, please call in on Saturday. Um, call in and stay on the line for the Hour of Power prayer call. We open up with worship, and then we go on to casting our cares upon the Lord. According to 1 Peter chapter uh, 7, chapter 5, pardon me, verses 7 through 10. And casting our cares is a way to release those things. Even if you have to mute your line and you don't want everyone hearing what you're saying. You know, um, it's really important that you release those things from your spirit because they can cause stress in the body, anxiety, all kinds of things, you know, blood pressure issues. So God gives us this, re this rem remedy to... Um, cast their cares upon him and that's what this line is for on saturdays the hour of power you can uh get free from some of those things many things at work relationship issues children you know call in release those cares get free from those things and then at the end of the call we listen in to hear uh, what god wants to say and sometimes it just says worship and sometimes it gives us a word or a scripture or sometimes nothing but we open up the door for him to come in. And um, this is what this call is for. So join in. It is one hour, and it's a very blessed call. Also, we have um, 
you're invited to our Wednesday noonday teaching. We have noonday teaching from 12 noon to, to 1 p.m. We extended it to one hour. Um, if anybody would like to listen in, call into the line. Uh, we teach about a subject, a topic that's an hour or less. We teach on a topic that is relevant for today. So all the questions we get into the Breakfast Bible Club and the Diamond of the Promise line, we use those topics and we give what God's Word says on the topic. So if you want to hear something relevant for today, make sure you call in on that line on Wednesday, 12 noon to until 1 p.m. And also, don't forget our book club, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Um, the book club is very good. It's a, a very blessed book. It's a must-have staple for every Christian home. How to cleanse your bloodline. Very, very important information. Some things people don't even know. They, they've never heard it, you know, from church. They, they've never preached about it. Some of you do know, but nevertheless, it's a very great book. And the name of the book is Repentance, Cleansing Your Generational Bloodline by Natasha Gribbage. Again, that book is on Amazon for $22. Kindle, $18. Or you can go on Google and you can uh, pull up for free, download the ch uh, chapters. And um, it has all the chapters on there. Um, she allowed it to be so, so that anyone needed to use it for information or anybody needs to, you know, read the chapters for um, study. So it's um, also on Google if you would like to get it. And it's also on YouTube. She has it on YouTube as well. So, again, Cleansing Your Generational Bloodline by Natasha Gribbage is our book for Thursdays, 7 p.m. sharp to 8 p.m. sharp. And uh, this concludes our announcements. The number to call in for all of these things are 425-666-4796. And don't forget to share the Breakfast Bible Club with your friends, family, co-workers, for those who want to read the word, for those who may be going through some tests and trials. This is a great line to call into to get connected to the word of God. We have a goal to read from Genesis to Revelation with understanding and at the end of our goal when the um, mine is completed and we get to revelation i will send a certificate whether you want it either mail or email um of completion for everyone that completes the breakfast bible club so again join us very blessed uh, call and uh this is uh, open for everyone and anyone that would like to partake in it and now i'm going to pray us out and I want to say blessings to everyone for staying on the line. Father, I thank you, O oh God, for this line. I thank you for the opportunity for spiritual growth for everyone here on the line, Lord God. Father, I ask that you will open up our spiritual eyes, our spiritual ears, bless us and guide us on our journey to completely read from Genesis to Revelation. So many people have not read your entire word. Father, I just thank you for this platform. I ask that your spirit fills this atmosphere. God, this is for you. It's all about you and not about us, God. It's for us to have more understanding of who you are, your character, your word, and your way. Father, I ask that you will bless us, each and every one of us here, to receive all that you have for us today. For your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father, I pray that you would keep our path illuminated. Father, help us to stay on the right path and the right journey. Keep us from falling and stumbling in darkness, God. 
Lord, I just thank you, Lord God, for this call. Draw those here to this line that desire to read the word of God. Father, I pray that you will bless every listener, everyone that connects with us. I thank you, Lord God, for this new day. Lead us and guide us today. Bless our spirits today. Lift any heaviness, depression, anxiety, suicidal spirits. Leave this line. Spirits of lust, leave this line. Anger, rage, murder spirits, leave this line. Suicidal thoughts and actions. We bind them up and cast them out through the blood of Jesus right now. We thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No one is here by mistake. No one is in this world by accident. Father, you had your hand in all of this. Lord, let no one leave this earth under the sound of my voice prematurely. I cancel the spirit of premature death and hell over anyone. Lord, I pray that we will all walk out the plan and the purpose that you have created us to do. Let us all feel your love today. If anyone is feeling heavy, lift those burdens. Let us feel your love, your grace, your mercy, your peace today. No matter what we're going through, you are bigger than it all. Father, show us, reveal to us who you are in our lives. Let us repent, God, for anything that we've done or said or thought or actions that have came out of alignment with you. Father, we know Lord God, that you want us to walk in a way that is pleasing unto you. And I thank you for extension of time, extension of life, for protection from evil, angelic assistance. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for removing evil spirits. I thank you, Lord, for canceling out trauma and evil memories from the portals of our minds today. Cut off all evil communication that may minister to our hearing. You said your sheep shall know your voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. You said by your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. So that means our minds are healed. Our bodies are healed. Our spirits are healed. We walk in victory. Break every generational curse that may be attached to anyone in their families and their bloodline. Show us how to repent for those things that we see those demonic cycles over and over again. Destroy and uproot any word curses spoken over anyone from birth on this line. We are who God says we are. We are blessed going in and blessed coming out. We are the head and not the tail. We are blessed, Father. We receive that. We receive all the all the thousands of promises and blessings in your holy word that you say about us, God. We come out of agreement with anything other than what God says about us. Father, remove all sickness and disease, illnesses, cancer cells, tumors. Dry them up in Jesus' name. Regulate our blood pressure. Regulate our blood sugar. Lord God, we thank you. Whether we're aware or unaware, God, let our organs function the way that you have created them to. Father, touch our bodies through a cleansing, through our bodies, remove any pain in our joints, in our back, in our knees, any headache pain. Father, any migraines, go in the name of Jesus. Father, touch us, heal our bodies in every way, Lord God, and we thank you. Remove any infections from our body, from our blood, from our skin, from our hair. Lord, I just thank you in advance for total healing. Bless the women calling in today from 211. First call for help. Those that are calling in from the domestic, uh, the, from the Diamonds of Promise line. And those that are coming out, there we go, of domestic violence, human trafficking, prostitution, PTSD, hallelujah, incest, rape, miscarriages, Lord, soothe them, cover them, heal their brokenness in their heart those that went through abortions, Father, forgive them, 
as they forgive themselves. Father God, that let them come out of agreement with serving Molech, that is a demon God over child, uh, over abortions and child sacrifices, Lord. Father, reveal to us those things. Help us, oh God, those that are coming out of these things and any other kinds of abuse. Release your healing. Break demonic cycles, God. Father, we thank you for deliverance over every area, Lord God, even things not named here. Father, remember those women that went through FGM. You never called for women to be to be uh, circumcised. So, Father, I pray that you would bring education and healing to this evil cultural practice and reveal to those that still um, do this practice that this is not of God. And, Lord, what it does to the women, to their bodies, they can't conceive afterwards. Father, I pray that you will bless these women, heal these women, and let them come out of agreement with this uh, mutilation, God. Father, those that are coming out of prison, Father, let them be safe into reentry, and Father, give them housing, adequate housing. Father God, let them be reformed completely. Have a visitation in their spirit, Lord God. And Lord, break the cycles of going to prison over and over again, Lord. Break those demonic cycles in Jesus' name. Touch those that are homeless. Provide housing, affordable housing. Those that served in the military, touch their minds, God. Remove any trauma, Father, any sexual abuse. Give them what they need, God, to stand. Those that deal with the uh, coming out of gun violence that have lost so much and those that are dealing with racism, remove the hatred. Oh my gosh, do that again. In order to enter your conference using the backup number, 